My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. Hello, Facebook family, Twitter family, and podcast family. It is another episode with your host, David J. Harris, Jr., and uh, I hope everybody can hear me. I just got a notification that maybe, just maybe, my audio might not be up. So let me double check and verify with all of you. If you'll hold a second, this is what you get when you're live. Let me see if I can hear myself from my own show. Oh, yeah, I can hear myself. All right, we're good. Thank you for holding on real quick. <laughs> TGIM, I like to say TGIM, thank God it is Monday. You got to be thankful, friends. I truly believe this for every single day that we are given. We've, uh, uh, we live in the greatest country in the history of the world, and there are too many. There's a whole lot of rhetoric out there right now. There's a whole lot of chaos and confusion. There's a whole lot of people wondering, is the end of America near? Is Are we going to become a communist country? Is China going to take over? Let me say this loud and clear. There are too many individuals like myself, a believer, somebody that has faith in God, Somebody that has faith in the Bible and somebody believes, somebody that believes that God will not allow this country to go to the way of communism and allow us to be destroyed. Even though, friends, even though we have perpetrators within our own country and government, I believe, it's my opinion, we have people inside our own country that would love the demise of the American dream and everything that this beautiful flag behind me represents. They'd love that. They'd love nothing more than to see that happen. But I believe America needs Jesus. I absolutely do. I wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for not for God's grace, mercy on my life, and that because people were praying for me. Prayer works. The power of prayer works. And maybe this message is for somebody out there that's just feeling a little hopeless, a little helpless. What can you do? What do you do? Well, we've got to do what we can in the natural. We've got to take action. Even sharing this message, just share this episode. Share this right now, maybe on Twitter, on Facebook, maybe one of your friends or family members will see something on today's show that make them say, wow, I never thought of it like that, and maybe they'll wake up. That's what we are in a habit of doing here on the David Harris Jr. Show is waking people up and encouraging and inspiring everybody to rally, to do what we can. And uh, again, one of the best things you can do is pray. I truly believe that prayer moves the hand that moves the world, and I am living proof of that. So while I still have breath in my lungs, I'm going to not only pray, but I'm going to also expose the darkness so we can take action and try to shut it down. So last week, I meant to come. I wanted to come back last week. I got to go to Mar-a-Lago. Are you kidding me? I was there for Tuesday night for Trump's speech at Mar-a-Lago after having to go through the hum humiliation of uh, being arraigned in New York. That's what they want. They want to humiliate him and they want to go after him because like he said, they're not coming after him. They're coming after us and our freedoms. But he did that. He willingly went through that just probably disgusting. I mean, just going into Manhattan where you know, there's all kind of crime rampant and people crapping on the streets and everything else and then have to go and be fingerprinted and go through that whole mess. He did it for us. He did it for us. And then Tuesday night, he flew back to Mar-a-Lago and he had some words to share. And I was there. I was right at the entrance. He saw me. 
He walked over and shook my hand. It's I got to tell you, I pinch myself sometimes that that he knows who I am and that you know uh, I I considered a friend of President Donald J. Trump that he calls me by name and says, uh, you know, hey, David, thanks you for what you're doing. And I had an opportunity also to ask him, I'd love to have you on my podcast again. And he said, yes. Are you kidding me? will be the third time I get to interview President Donald J. Trump. So that will be coming soon. I'll make sure that you all know when that's going to take place. And uh, I'm going to give him some some tough and some gritty questions, but we're going to get into it. I'd like to hear some of your questions. I'll I'll make a post just specifically for questions that you may have that you'd like to hear me ask President Donald Trump. Uh, I'll make a post about that later. So that is coming up. But it was amazing time. His speech was on point. It was direct. Uh, it was shorter than the last speech that I was there at Mar-a-Lago when he made his announcement for 2024. Uh, it was more direct to the point, and it's almost like, you know, it, it's no playtime's over. These are the facts. You got corrupt people that are twisting the, the law to try to uh, arrest this man, to try to knock him out of contention for 2024. Um, it's just evil. It is a battle between good and evil right now. And, uh, you know, I said earlier, it's amazing that Donald Trump knows my name. Ultimately, I'm thankful that he knows my name, and hopefully... He knows your name too, and if he doesn't, or you don't know his, all you got to do is say, Jesus, reveal yourself to me. Let me know if you are real. I need to know. And I 100% believe that he will meet you where you're at. But uh, but it is amazing. It's favor that I have with, uh, with the president. Uh, it was direct. It was to the point. I also got to spend some time with Jorge Masvidal, who just fought in the UFC this last Saturday night. And maybe you saw the clip. I'm going to show you the clip. But Donald Trump, President Trump, he showed up at the UFC and the crowd went wild. Are you kidding me? I just wish, I just wish Joe Biden would make an attempt to step foot inside of any UFC. (laughs) I just wish Joe Biden would try to get a pulse on the American people by going to one of America's favorite pastimes, UFC. It's taken over boxing. It's the biggest uh, pay-per-view. It's the biggest sporting events out there. It's bigger in a lot of in a lot of uh, sense than even basketball or football. They, they've gone woke. Baseball. A lot of these things have gone woke. UFC has not gone woke. One one iota. But you've got to look at the response of the crowd when President Donald Trump came walking in. Oh, it's over. I'm over here messing with my, my my audio. The crowd went wild. Are you kidding me? I don't have audio on my clips. I normally have audio, so I apologize for that. But the crowd went wild. Uh, you got to see this, though. This right here, in my mind, encapsulates the mind and the heart of the, the average American that loves this country, that knows what's going on, that understands what's actually taking place in our country, that sees the battle between good and evil. This, the look of this young man right here, when he sees President Donald J. Trump is walking in his direction, this encapsulates, friends, what I believe America, patriots, what they feel about President Donald J. Trump.
Well, you get the point. <laughs> you get it. I had those clips mixed up. Oh, my goodness. I was just, oh, I set those clips up so well, too. That's what happens when you can't hear the clip. So, again, hey, you, you get the point. The look of the young man's face in the first video <laughs> encapsulates how I believe America, true, true patriots that understand what's going on in our country, that's how they feel about Donald Trump. And then, obviously, that second clip was the roar of the crowd uh, at that UFC uh, Coliseum Amphitheater in Miami, uh, of which... Jorge Masvidal, amazing friend. I got to interview him before. I got to talk to him at uh, Trump uh, uh, at Mar-a-Lago, Trump's home. I got to talk to him, and I actually got to pray with him. I was there with a dear friend of mine, Steve Weatherford, and uh, it was pretty amazing what God was doing. We actually got a chance to pray for six people at Mar-a-Lago, uh, two or two or three of which, two at least two of which, we were maybe ten feet away from President Donald Trump. He was at the table just across from us. Uh, maybe 15 feet away from us, and Steve Weatherford, dear friend of mine, Super Bowl champion with the Giants, he's met President Trump before, before he was president, uh, he was there on a mission, he just believed God was going to do some things in people's lives, and friends, I got to tell you, God showed up and showed out, people were in tears, they were crying, they were hit with the revelation that God is real, uh, that his presence is real, his power is real, his love is real, and that was happening at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I was praying the whole time my buddy Steve was praying specifically for each of the people he was praying for. And I kept hearing God say, revival at Mar-a-Lago, revival at Mar-a-Lago. Are you kidding me? It was happening. Uh, I'm so excited to hear what more could happen from that. But now I got to tell you this. So Jorge actually invited Steve and I to the UFC. He's like, brother, I got you, man. Front row tickets. If you want to come to the fight. I said, Jorge, I'd love to, but I'm going to go see my grandbaby uh, this last weekend. So I couldn't go. But this is what happened. Not only did President Trump show up, but this is what Jorge said at the end of the fight, of which he lost. But he's uh, he's had an amazing 20-year career. But this is what Jorge said after the fight about President Donald Trump. I'm a huge fan, and I've appreciated everything you've done. Also, I want to say... Greatest president in the history of the world, sitting right there. I love that guy. We also got the greatest governor of all time here in Florida. Let's keep Florida free, a red state, and let's take that. You know who? Let's go brand that motherfucker out of power and replace him. If I could get it just one time. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I'm out, y'all. 305 for life. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Jorge said, the greatest president in our lifetime. Again, I'd love, 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 love to see Joe attempt to step foot inside of a UFC. Really, any any sporting event these days. So many people have woken up to the absolute sham. Just the true... Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to let this clip sum it up. This is what people have woken up to. That this is now their president. Are you saying that uh, you would be uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in 2024? Well, I'll either be so rolling egg or you know, being the, 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 you know, the guy who's pushing them out. Come on. What, what's going on inside his head? I, I have no idea. I don't think Joe knows what's going on inside his head. He has no clue. 
talking about, are you going to talk about your 2024 run for president? And he's talking about rolling eggs around or something. It's just people have woken up to the absolute disaster that is Joe Biden. Maybe it was, maybe you voted for him. Hopefully, if you did, you understand that the, the mainstream media was lying to you, that big, big tech was suppressing information intently, basically uh, lying to you, subverting the truth. Uh, Google, they were subverting and, and removing and downgrading posts so that you couldn't see stuff about Joe, uh, slamming all us that were trying to wake you up. Hopefully, you understand how many powers that be went into persuading you and pushing you to vote for that man that now talks about Easter eggs and, you know, doesn't say anything about the Christian children that were massacred by a alphabet gang member, uh, does, still hasn't said anything, but they'll come out and they'll support everything else that has to do with the alphabet game. I, I know that you are a person that's waking up. You're watching this, you're sharing it, and whether you are completely on the side of being awake, the side of freedom, truth, and justice, or not yet, you realize that there's a line. Now, what I'm going to get into now is a little bit dark, especially the last video. The last video is, is, is very, very dark, and I've edited it, and I will give you another warning before I show it. But this is what I want you guys to understand. We've got the current White House press secretary, which is supposed to speak specifically on behalf of the president, the commander-in-chief. The White House press sec is supposed to know exactly what's in the mind and the thoughts are of the President of the United States and then relay that to the American people. That is their job. When I interviewed uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and I talked to Kaylee McEnany, it's uh, Sean Spicer, they all traveled with the President, President Trump at that time, traveled with him, spent hours and hours and hours with him going through all the different aspects of what's taking place in and around the world in America and around the world, so that then they could adequately relay the thoughts of the president. That is their job. So when you hear the current president on paper, when you hear his White House press sec saying and sharing this, understand and believe this is basically coming directly from the president himself. LGBTQI plus kids are resilient. They are fierce. They fight back. They're not going anywhere. And we have their back. This administration has their back. We are so proud of the kids across this country who have organized protests and school walkouts to tell the politicians in their states to stop this legislative bullying. Kids. How many times does she say kids? As far as, as far as I know, a kid is not an adult. So she's talking about minors. She's talking about teenagers. She's not talking about adults. And she is specifically saying they have the backs of kids who want to do what? Because they're protesting. Uh, they're peacefully writing. I mean, uh, peacefully protesting. They're, they're, they're trying to make their voices heard. Kids. So far, anywhere that I've seen from Tennessee to you name it, any of these places where these adults have been showing up to protest about the legislation that has been passed in several states to stop messing with children when it comes to anything related to their gender, I still don't see any children out there protesting. It's adults. It's adults that are out there championing and, and challenging for the right to mess with children. 
So when she says kids, she means kids. She knows exactly what she means. But understand that they are talking about legislation that is trying to just say, leave the kids alone. Let the kids be kids. Let children be children. How many kids wanted to be a horse, wanted to be a dinosaur? They want to be some abstract, crazy idea that's just not even comprehensible. Yet when it comes to, I want to be a boy instead of a girl, now we're just supposed to welcome it and throw them on puberty blockers or worse and actually allow them to get surgically uh, you know, changed, messed with, parts cut off that can never grow back. That is what this current administration is okay with in America. Destroying, in my opinion, absolutely destroying the lives of children that are a little confused or mixed up or messed up because they're still kids and they don't know any better. Where will it lead? This is where it'll lead. They already talked about this. They want to keep all the books just as they are. God bless this pastor for standing up and saying, saying it like it is. But this is where it's headed. What I have in my hand is pornography. Sexual things that they are showing for kids 10 and up in this book. It's not soft porn. It's hardcore. And the people performing the sex acts are children. They are coming after our children. And, and you can't afford to be ignorant. It's designed to shatter, to destroy innocence. It ain't just politics with them. They are dead serious. They want to corrupt every child. Hitler went after children. Herod went after children. Pharaoh went after children. Nebuchadnezzar went after the children. And Joe Biden is coming after the children. You can't change my mind on it. It's exactly what the evil intention is. It's going after children and their innocence. That pastor nailed it. I wonder, though, how many pastors across the country are talking about this. And I wonder if those pastors are also going to talk about the party that's pushing this agenda. Because I don't know why you'd separate one from the other. I don't know, but pastors will do that. People do that, period. But you should know that it is a Democrat agenda that is pushing this filth on our children that is aimed at one thing, stripping away the innocence of the next generation. It'll only weaken our country and make a whole lot of kids that grow up to be adults angry, bitter, resentful, and ultimately at themselves. And that, in my book, friends, is an absolutely evil agenda. Now I want to get to this video that I have to tell you, warning, because uh, I, I, I blocked out the most of the foul words that are in this, but it's still, in my opinion, demonic. There, there are demons alive and, and doing things today. I hope you understand that. It's a spiritual battle, and I say that and I post that. That doesn't just mean something, you know, you know, frithy or whatever, something that you can't see. No, there, there is a, an absolute attack from the satanic realm, demons that will manifest, once they've taken a person over, they will manifest, as I believe what you're going to see in just a minute, they'll manifest and they will say exactly what they want to say. Demons are real, just as angels are real. Demons are just fallen angels. God is real, Lucifer is real. 
Make no mistake about it though, there is no battle between God and Lucifer. That's not even a battle. God could not even have to snap and just diminish the enemy to, to dust. There's no battle there. While Lucifer and his, his evil hordes have power, they do not have authority unless you give them authority. Jesus, the whole point of us just celebrating him rising from the grave was he defeated hell and the grave. He took the keys back. He took the authority back. Keys mean you have authority, means you have access. He took them back and he gave them to us believers. It's a pretty amazing thing when you understand exactly who you are as a believer. And if you don't get it, then you're just on the sideline hoping things work out well, but where's your, where's your roadmap? Where's your manuscript? Where, where, where's anything to back up what you believe and say? We've got the B-I-B-L-E basic instructions before leaving earth. We've got a manuscript that's been tested for thousands of years. More eyewitness accounts of the resurrection than that. There's just too many. It can't be denied. And the fact that in this video that you're going to see that is very dark, in my opinion, again, it's a demon that is manifesting and saying exactly what this demon would like to do. Understand and recognize that she says the Christian God. When she says what's going to happen, she doesn't mention Allah or Buddha or anybody else. Demons know who the real battle's with. They know. And they know that's the only thing that can defeat them. And here's the other beautiful thing. When, when the enemy used people to crucify Jesus, right? Jesus was crucified. Men crucified him. Men and women shouted crucify him. There was a uh, there was a, uh, a, a demonic force that was working and moving through people to crucify Jesus because, I hope you get this, I really do, because Lucifer, Satan, the fallen angel, and all his evil hordes, they thought that if they killed Jesus, they would win. That's what they thought. Now, there's a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of correlation and, and, you know, I, I, I've shared, you know, the, the story of, uh, of Esther and Mordecai and Haman. If you know that story, then you know all the stage was set against Mordecai, but God flipped it on its head. He has a habit of doing that. So here, Satan thought that he would win if he killed Jesus. That's what the whole crucifixion was about. If they kill the Son of God, they win. They'll take the keys. They'll take the authority. They'll win. And in their ignorance, because they are ignorant, they can't see the future. They don't know what's going to happen in the future. In their ignorance, what they did not understand was it was all a part of God's plan. That when Jesus was crucified after he lived a sinless and pure life, when he laid his life down for us, what a beautiful exchange. What a beautiful exchange. He took what I deserve, what you deserve for all of our sins and, and wrongs. He took that on himself and in exchange, we get what he deserved. He lived a pure, perfect and sinless life. We get that in exchange. So here's what the enemy did not understand. They thought they'd win if they crucified Jesus. What they didn't understand was that in crucifying him and putting him through that torture and nailing him to the cross and putting him in the grave, 
What they didn't understand was once that was complete, God still had the upper hand. And when he raised Jesus from the dead, the very same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the very same power that lived inside of Jesus when he did all those miracles, the very same power is now available for everybody that believes in Jesus. What they didn't understand is that in killing Jesus, when he rose from the dead, it enabled Jesus to be multiplied to billions. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He did not understand that. Had Lucifer, the fallen angel, and any of the angels known what was going to happen when they crucified Jesus, they would never have crucified him. Isn't that something? So God has a habit of turning things upside down, turning the tables upside down. Jesus even did. He went through the, the, the religious churches and he flipped tables upside down. He has a habit of flipping things upside down. So when I see all the tables set against President Donald Trump, who I believe has been appointed by God to lead this country out of communism, to drain the swamp, the, both rhinos and Democrats to literally expose the works of darkness and evil that have been perpetuated uh, and been carried out uh, in Hollywood, in the White House, and around the world by these elites. When I say that I believe that Donald Trump was appointed by God to carry that out, and I believe that God's not done with Trump yet in that assignment, I remember how God has a habit of turning the tables upside down, even at the last minute when it looks like all hope is lost. That's what I remember. And that's what gives me hope, and that's what gives me peace. So I hope that encourages you. Let's watch this video again. Warning. This is dark. It's disturbing. Uh, it's, in my opinion, it is a demon that is manifesting themselves through this individual. Very blatantly. You got to understand, demons don't always do that. But this is the end result of pushing this alphabet agenda, which is okay with murdering babies in the womb. This is the end result, the underbelly, if you will, of the ugly, demonic forces that are working behind and through these movements. Dumpster dive behind these goddamn abortion clinics. Take those and mushy little gum dare looking ass bitches and eat them right in front of you. I'm gonna blend them into a smoothie, eat them right in front of you. I'm gonna be eating these little ass babies and what are they gonna do? Cry to God about it? <laughs> What's God gonna do? Strike me down with a lightning bolt like Zeus? Dude, Zeus will be the out of a Christian God in a I told you. I told you. That is a demon that is manifesting, that is proud that they've taken over that poor girl who's being used and abused, and who else know, Who knows what else has happened to that poor girl. I just speak to that girl right now in the name of Jesus, that those, those forces of darkness would be exposed. God sends somebody to that girl wherever she's at and free her from those demonic forces that are torturing her and spewing out such vile, hate-filled disgusting words send somebody to that woman to that young girl in jesus name and bring her freedom i'd love to see another video of that girl saying yeah that was me i was demonically oppressed 
Now I'm free because of Jesus. Because friends, that was demonic. That was evil. That is the face, look, and sound of evil. And that is what those demons want to do to the little babies. They know they're babies. They know they're alive. And the only person that she mentioned, the only belief that she mentioned in there was Christianity. Because they know who their real battle is with. Although she's been lied to to believe that Zeus is anything other than something that God could flick his finger and send whatever mini God that is into the abyss of hell. She's been used and abused. But that is the face, look, and sound of evil. And it's, it's intertwined with the alphabet gang, the pro-choice gang, the live how thou want, do what thou will. It's, in, it's intertwined in it. So we're in a spiritual battle. I hope you're prayed up. Prayer moves the hand that moves the world. I hope you pray. I hope you're reading your word. And listen to God. He, want, he is talking to you every moment of the day. I truly believe it. And if you don't think that, just say, God, I want to hear you speak to me. This, this, this Jesus that David is talking about, I want to hear you speak. And I want to know that I'm saved. I want to feel your presence. Just pray that prayer. Ask him into your life. Ask him into your heart. Ask for forgiveness for the things that you know you've done wrong. We've all done wrong. Ask him to cleanse you from those things. Ask him to fill you up. And then ask him to help you live for him. But most importantly, ask him to fill you. Because when you're filled, you know. And that makes you hungry and thirsty. It makes you hungry and thirsty for more of him. And that is what we need in America. America needs Jesus. It's exactly what we need. So God bless you. If you haven't already shared this episode, please hit the share button or the retweet button right now. Don't forget to get over to davidharrisjr.store. Pick you up some of these t-shirts. Uh, the the uh, the Trump shirts are $17.76 because we are in 1776 all over again as a nation. $17.76 still on my website. Go over there and get you something, and I will see you next time. God bless you. Have a great rest of your night. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show.